What up, Fatherhoods Nation? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. They've got ill creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Not only that, but Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and all that. You can make a little paper from your podcast too with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child. Be a father to your child. What's up, fellas? Oh, we, we on? We're on. Sound the horns, gentlemen. Uh, yeah. Say something, Kay. You, you sound like. Can you hear me okay. now? Yeah. Yeah. You good. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so so that's so that's KGB. And then we got. And did I say? Oh. Did I say your name again? No. 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 You said Kay. <laughs> you good? Like, now I'm all paranoid, dude. <laughs> Just in case anybody listening. Uh, that, that, that's DJ EFN, by the way. K, KGB <laughs> is really KGB. Uh. And say his government name. He's the ninja father. The ninja father. Yeah, straight, straight ninja. <clears throat> Shaolin. Straight like that. And then we got Manny Digital. Yes, Manny Digital for your ear holes. And Stop we're... lying. It's Manny Digital. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Represent the channel. Um, yo, so what? This is episode five. Five. Yep. Yo, that's cool. fucked. That's crazy, B. Going through them like Pampers, son. Nice. Yeah, yo. <laughs> yo, son. That's a sore spot for me, B. Yo, Costco is killing it with the diapers right now. Oh, Amazon for me, man. I got it on on uh, subscribe. Oh, how much does that save you? Does it make sense? I'm, I'm lying. I don't subscribe. I look uh, at it and I know. say, should I? But then I'm like, she's going to grow out of it. And I'm going to get the wrong box when I don't need uh-huh. it. And you just got to get on the um on the KGB plan, bro. Five months, bomb, potty train. KGB just uses plantain leaves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. And then whatever whatever comes out, of baby, he just, uses. We just we, we just yeah we just we just bury it. <laughs> <laughs> Growing banana trees everywhere in LA oh, right that's, now. That's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. You know what? Really quick though, it doesn't have to be this episode, but I think um, we should, in one of our episodes, get into our individual cultural backgrounds and and how we think that plays into uh, our parenting skills. Why should we wait? Do we have any other pressing topics that we want to talk about? Oh, there's a lot of pressing topics. Well, yeah. So we can uh, we could either go into that or we can talk about Webby and TMZ. Well, let's we can go. do that, and then we can segue, even though it's backwards. But whatever, yeah. Let's let's. I wanted to go into that first, actually. Okay, let's let's do that. So so why don't you kick it off? Because I I didn't catch all of it, but the minute that I looked at it, I was like, yo, this is dumbest shit I've ever seen. But please, all right. Where did you see this, Kenny? First of all, uh, so it was on Hip Hop DX. They had a they had a a post about it. So so Webby apparently. He caught, I guess he was in his home studio, and then he heard some goings-ons upstairs, 
and he went upstairs and I guess it was four or five in the morning and he caught his two sons, another one of their friends and a, a girl all in the same bed together. Now apparently they were all clothed and I don't know what they were doing, but then he went in on them on, he basically live streamed him going in on the kids yeah, and, I caught that. and, um, and then TMZ picked it up and then, you know, he that's stood, he, he basically stood by him, him, you know, chastising his kids on, you know, like right. that to show a lesson. And, uh, apparently like some of the, the, the other kids tried running out of the house and he sent his kids to stop them. Cause it was like four or five in the morning. And he was like, you know, I, I don't want any kid, <laughs> any kid leaving my house and getting lost or any of that kind of stuff. And right. You know, it was, it was pretty funny him going off on his kids and basically cursing his kids out. And, and then, uh, apparently the, one of the, uh, consequences was he tore the, the doors off his kids' uh, yeah, bedroom read, so that they've yeah. got no privacy <laughs> at this point. <laughs> he sounds like a Cuban mother, bro. <laughs> Yo, but wait, how, how old are these kids roughly? Do you know? They were, they were like, uh, Young teens, yeah, probably like. like 13, 12, something like that. Yeah. I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't, I didn't fully dive too, too much into it, but you know, it was, it was interesting. So- it was interesting. The, the reason I ask is because there's a stage with kids where stuff like that will happen and it's not it's not with like I'll call it sexual intent right which is right. what this sounds like right but it's but you as an adult you kind of look at it and you're like yo this looks weird this I mean happen. I'm pretty sure whatever he saw he knew was, what he was seeing like right. I don't think he assumed like you know like he was jumping to conclusions he's not like like our abuela that just because we had the door closed, she's like, that's it, you guys having a baby. Right, nah, right, like, right. Like, I think he must have opened the door. For him to do what he did, he must have seen something. So my hand somewhere, you know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm dying over here. <laughs> Don't die. Don't okay. die, Kay. All right. Yeah, we need you alive. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, so, but I also what happened, I guess the, I guess the, some of the kids snuck in as well. From what he was saying, like, the girl actually snuck in with one of the other kids in the middle of the night or some kind of something. Yeah, if you, if you think about it, overall, it's a bad look for him as an artist, as a parent, as an adult. Yeah. That, that's his responsibility that, imagine a young girl sneaks in with some other boys and they do, she could be saying that she got raped, that something happened. You know, yeah. like, there's a lot of consequences that can come from that. You know, even if she was at that moment into it, she might have, you know, reneged on it later. Like, nah, I don't, you know, I shouldn't have done that. You know, it could go in any given direction. So I completely understand. And I read that um he was trying to get the other kids to give up their parents' numbers. Right, so he so get he can the parents involved, yep. Before he did the live stream, and they weren't. And that's why he went to the live stream part of it. He was like, all right, cool. Well, I'm just going to have to put y'all on blast. So here's a, here's an interesting thing also. when I started reading some of the comments. Um, and, and this is not necessarily my opinion is just the comment opinion was that, um, people were saying it's funny how he's going in on his kids about this, but if you listen to what he raps about and the content of his music, you know, it's about dicking down girls and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess the general convo, and this is something that we could start asking people when we start having people on is just like, how do you balance, you know, when you're making music and if you're making raunchy music and the subject matter is kind of out there, like how do you balance that with uh, the kids and if they're listening to your music and the kind of, and, and the message that you're trying to get across to them? 
I mean, I, well, go ahead, man. <clears throat> no, I was going to say, like, and that's what I was kind of thinking about before you said it, Kay. The, the fact that you are a rapper and the content that you push out happens to be similar to what is alluded to here, right? The, the potential of what was happening. You kind of have to expect it unless you are, I don't know, proactively, you know, teaching and showing different things. Right. Because we could talk all day long. And I mean, Kay, I'm sure you've seen this. And E, you'll see this shortly. We could we could correct and talk about all sorts of stuff with our kids. But it's the way we act and how we show up that they really mimic and, and jump on. So, like, it's tough for somebody like him to be like, y'all doing some crazy shit. But then turn around and record a record that's doing exactly that i mean i i I completely get that and trust me there's conflict even on my end where i'll listen to some of like you know the alliance like we have a song called who's cocking and and you know (laughs) stuff like that and i'm like oh my god now i have a daughter and you know the skit that we've done on mixtapes but i want to understand like are we affording the same Thing to an actor who does crazy movies and 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 does a porn movie or does you know like boogie nights or this or that like you know or a, a, a metal guy or a rock and roll guy who 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 does heroin and has you know has groupies and all. like I just feel like hip hop for some reason we're a little bit more critical on on rappers and I just think that at the end of the day <clears throat> although we in hip hop quote unquote pride ourselves on like keeping it real um I do feel that. You know they're an artist. It's entertainment, and and that's their kids. And and I think it's it's separate things. And and then he could like let's just say the kid were to respond to his dad, like yo, this is what you talk about in your music. And I'll be like, I right, yeah. When you're an adult, if you want to act like my music, that's on you as an adult. But in my house, you're not gonna put. You know, I'm responsible for what's going on here, and that's not gonna happen under my roof. So I, I just think those are the things we need to weigh out. No, but I I mean I, I think it, it should be the same rules across the board. And I agree with you. Like hip hop gets a a bit, you know, uh, a bigger microscope put on it when it comes to stuff like that. But it's the same. The same rules, in my opinion, apply. Like you could be the star of Boogie Nights, right? Uh, which, by the way, was uh, Mark Wahlberg, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 Marky Mark. So you could you could be him, right? Have his poster in your ceiling, right? <laughs> yeah, if you could look over here, it's the combo of Mark and Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> Oh, it's yeah, right, the new kids on the block too. It's right next to the "Who's Talking" uh, poster, <laughs> autographed by E. Let me find out. You got weird thoughts. The solo album poster there. <laughs> you don't see the chicken feathers. Shout out to Dream Big Hip Hop Podcast. Check it out. All right, go ahead. Um, damn, now I lost my trick. No, 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 I'm kidding. So, so you got um, you got to be able to separate that, but it's not up to like TV and the media are gonna take these things and gonna run with them wherever they go, right? So you as the person that's portraying whatever it is that the media is is jumping on, you have to be, you have to have that conversation in your house and explain very clearly so they can understand what the difference is between fiction, in this case, and reality, and what expectations are within your household versus out in the in the you know out in the world. But, but then again, it might not even be fiction. Like, I, I, it gets it in a weird space because you know. Art sometimes imitates life, right? Well, a lot of times. And so I just think you have to be able to, like, explain to your kids, like, again, my whole, well, this is the way I would do it. I'll be like, look, if you, when when you're an adult, if you want to be an artist or you want to wild out, you want to do crazy stuff, you know, I won't like it. 
but that's your right as an adult. But under you know under my roof, you're gonna have these rules, and I'm responsible for you, and I can do whatever the hell I want because I'm an adult. And that's you know end of the story. So, but I guess so. I agree with you on that. But then <laughs> then there's the whole the nuance of laying rules as opposed to guiding you know guiding morals and you know kind of guiding them in a path of like what is really right for their lives and it's all you know i think it's it's hard to say but it's like there's a rule but then there's also like how do you cultivate you know good behavior that kind of well you know that that pendulum keeps you know swinging Swinging. back and forth between the kid that's open-minded and listening to you as their you know as their guiding force type sort of say and the kid who's you know rebelling against you and now you have to those rules have to come into play because they're rebelling so you know that that goes back and forth i think that changes that dynamic i assume i, I haven't had the experience <laughs> right uh, but what but what do you guys think about just uh <clears throat> the public shaming aspect of this of him doing this yeah 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 it you know it might be that in the nuance side of it social media was the only way to like get them to like understand how serious this was and kind of like display it. Now, will it work? It's it's maybe up for debate because maybe for them because if you hear them, the, one of the kids is like smiling and laughing, that kid might go back to school and he might be the man. You know, like those right. kids might be like, yeah, you know, you know, he was on TMZ, son. Right. He was running trends, yeah. <laughs> so you don't, you know, I don't know. So it it might actually be more beneficial. Or only beneficial to him as the parent just to cover his ass, you know, to say, put it, you know, put it on record like, you know, I try to stop this, you know, you know, I'm trying to be the responsible parent, blase, blase, but it might not have the impact on the kids that we would want it to because it just depends, you know, I don't know how that's going to pan out. <clears throat> I don't know. What about you, Kay? But the, the public shaming part of it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of. I the mean, same. It's, it's yeah, a, the same it's thing. A diff- it's, a, it's it's a hard different level. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely something that um, you know wouldn't cross my mind, but but um, you know, he's he's someone who uses social media and you know and, and is a public figure, so maybe that's you know like just kind of a second nature punishment. In, I mean, it's kind of his like world. his version of fatherhoods. Like, right. He's letting you in on his, on his personal life on how what's going on with his kids and how he's dealing with it in right. a sense right i don't know I, want, I wonder what the the 13 listeners that we have would, would say <laughs> well here's well, a wait 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 wait. 14 uh, nice <laughs> well here's another uh side side note on that what do you guys think about just uh like sleepovers and all that kind of stuff in general i mean is that something because because uh, now like my son is starting to get to the age where other kids are talking about it and that kind of stuff and that that really doesn't fly in our house so that's a, that's actually a great segue bro you're like a professional interviewer Come on, you man. got this shit down you know that's why they pay me big money. and it goes good going into the cultural <laughs> side of things too yeah because cu- culturally a lot that, of culture that, yeah. yeah 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 e, well e you're not there yet but i'm sure you have an opinion well i mean <laughs> i have an opinion as a kid who grew up in a in a Cuban household where they part of it is heebie-jeebie, like you know you don't eat at people's houses because it's santerias, you know whatever <laughs> they put in the food, you know you don't sleep at people's houses because you don't know what the hell they're doing in there. They might have killed a goat last night. Who knows? You <laughs> right. know, like 
they just you know like you don't close the, the other part is respect like you, you don't ever bring a girl over and close the door right like that's the all the worst like i remember my grandma you know because i was raised by a single mother and we moved from la to miami and it was just basically me and my mom and i remember uh my mom went she went out of the country on a trip and my grandma on my dad's side she came over to stay with me right and i was already a teenager i was in high school and I would, you know, I would bring chicks over to the crib. And my mom wasn't really, really with it. But my mom was, leaned a little bit more liberal to a degree. So she wasn't cool with it and she didn't like it. But, you know, I would be like, ah, come on, man. You know, friend, whatever. So, some, you know, eventually my mom would be like, ah, whatever, you know. My, but when my grandma came and I, you know, my grandma's like cooking. She's making food. And I get home from school and I'm here with the chick. I'll go to my room, close the door, boom, 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 then come out. I dinner served, Grandma. Boom, I eat. And I remember my, I, my grandma went back to L.A. and was like, I'll translate it, what she said in Spanish. But she basically said that I was like, uh, like cocking, a, like <laughs> a descarado. Like, what, what would descarado be like? Uh, like, uh, like, like whatever. That I was just like, you know, out of control. That I was bringing girls over and I was just having sex. And then I would, I would come out of having sex hungry. And, <laughs> and I have the nerve to eat her food, you know. And, and like, it, like yo, she went back and like, she made me look like a total gigolo, though, for sure. <laughs> you know, like my my cousin in LA is like, oh, it was <laughs> heard about so, you. But, but but anyway, going back to your original <laughs> statement. Growing up as a kid, my parents, my mom and my grandma were, were not into, like, the interaction of sleepovers. Um, they weren't into eating at people's houses and doing that kind of stuff. Um, so I think definitely Latin culture lends itself to not being cool with that at, a, at, at real young ages. I don't know, maybe Cubans at least. I don't know Manny and I don't let, know. Let me ask you just, I mean, related, but. Uh, don't let us go too off topic. What was the policy with respect to you going to someone else's house and their refrigerator? Into it? No, no, no. What was your 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 mom's policy for you when you went to a, a, another person's house as it related to the refrigerator? What was the rule, if any, that she expected you to follow? Was it's there one? Be, like, if you, you come to my house, you come to my house, right? Uh-huh. And... Obviously, I have. Well, maybe not obviously, but I have a refrigerator. I hope you have a refrigerator. <laughs> this day, my friend. Did Did your mom lay down a law when you went to somebody else's house about the refrigerator? You never open anybody's refrigerator. Right. Okay. But so you that... know what's funny, and I and I and I hope these people don't get mad at me when I say these people, this whole group of people. So my all my Nika friends, me Nicaraguans, I, I don't know what it is, but it's happened with ev almost every Nicaraguan friend that I've had. They have. They come to your crib and they just open your refrigerator and start grabbing stuff. And I was like, yo, <laughs> what are you doing? I mean, in my head, I was like just surprised. And, and you know, and then vice versa. If you went to their crib, they're like, yeah, just go into my refrigerator. So I don't culturally, I don't know what's going on there. But for me, boy, if I'm going to somebody else's refrigerator, I'm whoop my ass, dude. <laughs> how, about, how about you, Kate? You said you guys don't fly with uh, the whole sleepover thing. Yeah, but you feel the you feel the pressure mounting. No, I don't have any. Pr I, I'm no nah, no pressure. The the questions have been asked, and then I start. Uh, so I'm having a kind of a just a hard transition on um, like him going into kindergarten and now just dealing with new friends and and then also like you know so meeting new friends and then having to deal with the parents and like you know 
pretend to be friendly sometimes <laughs> you know that kind yeah. of thing even if you're not necessarily feeling hi i'm kgb <laughs> you know what i'm saying so so just that whole and you know and everyone's different so so some kids are talking about yeah you know i'm having a sleepover blah 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 and then my son will be like hey, dad you know when can i have a sleepover and you know my answer is never <laughs> you know it's not happening would, would you prefer <laughs> Would you prefer your son sleeping over their crib, or would you encourage, well, just have them sleep over our crib? Nah, or you feel nah. a little creepy about having uh, other nah, people's nope. kids crib? Right. No, no, I just, I get it. And, <laughs> Neither. <laughs> and the, the one thing I do have to say is that when when my mom knew really well the other family, then those barriers, you know, came down. Like, she would allow me yeah. to stay over their house. and like like, But she had to feel like, you know, she oh, yeah. really knew the family yeah. really well. Yeah, so for <clears> me... Uh, so my wife, her family's from El Salvador. So, you know, she grew up with no sleepovers, door open, yeah. you know, yeah. all the time, all that kind of stuff. M- me, you know, my upbringing was pretty non-traditional and kind of all over the place. But I never really liked to necessarily sleep over at people's houses or eat at other people's houses. Unless, yeah. I, I, unless yeah. a little later on down the line when I was a little older and, you know, and I had close friends that i knew and i knew the families already that kind of stuff but just kind of like starving. <laughs> yeah but just kind of the average <laughs> you know what i mean especially when the kids are young when the kids are young they're like you know it's like you, they don't really have to know each other all that well to want to like yeah. hang out and do stuff and everything so but i don't know man the idea yeah uh, so so i yeah i'm I'm not. Feeling, I'm not feeling <laughs> that. I I'm not gotten, feeling it at all. <laughs> Neither is my it's wife. It's gotten worse over over time. Like over this generation. Like I feel like we've gone more and more further apart in terms of like community and society. You know, and and even like you know, like even knowing your neighbors. Like I'm not like big on the whole neighbors thing. And you know, I wouldn't. I don't even know if I. You know, like I remember being a kid and I would just roam the neighborhood like a wild man. You know, like a little wild wolf and and do wherever and be in the next neighborhood and and i just had to be home before the sun came down you yeah. know or as the sun was yeah, there's, coming there's too many creeps out i mean there's there's been creeps since the dawn of time but it's right. now especially it's just like man i'm not i'm not trusting you know if i don't know you know you i'm not trusting you with my kid I'm sorry and, and, it, and is it <laughs> mean, does it seem that kids have lost a certain common street sense because of, yeah, of course. social media, yes. they're not playing outside as much, so they're losing that kind of like fight or flight street sense of what to do in certain you know situations. Like I feel, yeah, it's almost like you have to put them in those situations, but under uh, under like so control. You're, you're, yeah, you're controlling the situation. Like the big still... other house for yeah, kids. Ooh, exactly. that's that's a business. <laughs> that might be a business. Yeah. Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. It's I, like fatherhood's why... house of horrors. Yeah. <laughs> Control yeah. danger. Yeah, let's get some sponsors for that one. Manny, um, what, what about you? You letting your your kids do any sleepovers, or sure. how's that working in your house? Let me tell you. Let me tell you how um, dictatorial that situation is in my house, right? So, my wife first and foremost will not allow our kids to go to anyone's house. I don't care if it's a friend, a family Cuban, member. Right? She's Cuban. She's Cuban. Yes, she don't. She don't play that. Now, generally speaking, it's not something that I would condone. But I think I'm more flexible than she is on on that point. For instance, like like you know, if it, kids. So I'm going through the same thing with my kindergartner, and he's all about right now. It's on the play date tip. Yeah. So yep. the play date thing for him is like you know everything. So he's kind of like he comes home 
first day of kindergarten, he comes home and he's like, "Yo, Dad, um, did did you hear back from so and so's mom?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Right, did you text?" Yo, her? what? And he's like, "Yeah, I invited her to the crib." I was, no, he didn't say crib. I invited her to the house. The mom or like, the kid? The kid. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, damn. <laughs> yeah, bro, that's first grade. That's first grade. Um, and yeah, I'm like, hanging out with by. Webby's kids. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Nah, he, he taught Webby's kids. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Yo, but he's, he's like, yeah, you know, did you hear back? And I'm like, why would I hear from her mom? And he's like, because I told her to call you. And I was like, did you give her my number? He was like, no. And I was like, oh, this kid's wild. So he's already on that, like, yo, get everybody in here. But my daughter, she's 11, my oldest daughter. She's like, her friends are always having sleepovers. And our rule is like, yo, you can stay till like 10, but we getting your ass and we taking you home. Yep. And she, we poked her out of those situations. And she feels mad awkward because everybody's like in their jammies, yeah. like getting ready, you know, to, to Basically, what they do is they take out their iPads, they sit in a circle around each other, and they're on their iPads. Oh, That's horrible. She's she, trash, bro. Does she get mad when you guys pull her out? She know better. Yeah, okay. That's good. She know mad only gets shit popping. She, right. she don't want her mom getting crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, we don't, we don't mess with that. But but similar to E and K, I'd love to hear kind of how this plan out, plays out for you. The refri- like I remember vividly the refrigerator conversation. Like when my mother would give us like a, a talk when we started like visiting our friends and spending time at our friends' houses, she would sit my brother and I down and she'd be like, Yo, if I hear one fucking word about you opening a refrigerator in that house, <laughs> you best believe I'm coming at your ass. Now my mother so I'm I'm six feet. My mother right now stands at maybe five four, maybe five three. So she's tiny. But, yo, she always looked like a giant. To this day, yo, my mother says two words. She could be whispering. I'm like, huh, huh, huh? <laughs> and so when she would break that down, we'd be like, ah, yo, yo. And I'll tell my brother, I'd be like, yo, you bet, yo, don't screw this up for us because it'd be over. Lights out for us as soon as we get back. And I, we would never touch. People would be like, yo, go get it. And be like, nah, kid, you're going to have to go do that for me because I, I, I don't want that shit getting back to my mom. And slowly, but so I grew up in a, in the Bronx the, the mix of people that I grew up around were Dominican, Puerto Rican, and we had Italians um, uh, all around us. And the the Latins of the crew, you never saw them open the refrigerator. But some of the other cats, you know, when they pass that line, they get they get they had to get talked to. I'm like, yo, don't open my refrigerator, bro. It's not the time. But yeah, K. Okay. What, no, what's, I, know, what's, uh, I don't remember specifically. I see K as the refrigerator opening. No, nah, yeah. definitely not. <laughs> De- definitely not. And flip-flops. No. Like, yo. yo, this milk's about to expire. Yo, let, me, let me just get this. First of all, I don't like drinking milk, so <laughs> that wouldn't happen. No, K would be in there. Yo, did you know you had these, these pieces of cheese? Like, yo, son, what the fuck? Rotisserie? <laughs> no, definitely. Um, I don't remember specifically being told that, but I definitely never. I, I definitely knew not to. I mean, when I would go over to someone's house, it's not like I would not be going through their stuff. You know, not no. going in their fridge, nothing, nothing like that. Being on good behavior, and I wouldn't. And honestly, when I was a kid, the idea of 
other people's food kind of gross me out too. I, yeah, I, no, no, like, same here. Like it's I don't want to go and touch anything in your fridge. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even if I was hungry and they offered me food, I usually was like, no, thank you. Yeah, same here. I never, uh, you know, I, I was never really feeling it. Yeah, I, I had too many instances where the food was either bland or like just look weird, and I was like, yeah. What were you so Manny? Were you allowed to do sleepovers in your house? Nah. No. Nah, okay. Nah, that, that didn't exist. Yeah. I mean, we hung out mad late. We'd be outside, you know, in the stoop forever, but there was no sleeping on nobody's bed, but you know, ours. Yeah. Yeah, it was very rare for me as well. And now, I mean, so like again, my my eleven year old, her friends, she's trying to get her friends to come to our house, and my wife is a little bit more lenient with that because she can control the environment. But yeah. now I'm I'm the opposite. I'm like, chill. Yeah. Because I'm a guy, right? I feel weird if my daughter was in a place where there's another guy, right? Yeah. Yep. Off top. And I, I feel really uncomfortable if kids, no matter the sex or age or whatever, are sleeping in my house. Even, you know, it's just it just feels strange. And I don't know what the fuck is going on. So I'm just like, yo, please no. When I used to travel, I used to be like, yo, when I'm out of the house and you feel comfortable, go do your thing. But now I'm like, Mm-mm. there's just too much shit that could be alleged to go wrong. And I don't yeah. want to be caught in those stupid situations. I agree. Facts. Okay, I'm sorry. Facts. Whew, I got a little emotional. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you deal with – um? do you get a uh, – how do you deal with um? your kids – friends parents or are the kids themselves or most of you do most of your kids do you like their friends or what's the vibe there how do you deal with one that you don't really like and they want them around all the time e have have you had to deal with any of this yet you're not doing no play dates or associated with other parents my baby's four months old (laughs) i don't know bro sometimes they try to get kids together even that early bro and then then imagine everything we're saying so me and my girl are overly protective yeah. to the point where like we don't even want our family around the baby you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. i mean it's exaggerated but i'm just saying like yeah that's all that stuff is gonna is not gonna happen anytime soon so so for me this is why i love my wife one of the examples of why i love my wife because just like you Kay, i i don't a lot of times i just don't want to be i don't want to talk at yeah. all or and so my demeanor quickly goes into like you know screw face Right. And so I walk into place and I'm like, man, like, yo, just I'm here to, for the you know, parent teacher night. I'm here just to get what I need to get and I'm out. And this and I think other parents notice that and they don't approach me. So usually I'm good. My kids, friends, their their parents are always pretty cool. I haven't come across, you know, anybody that I'm like, yo, get away from me. But even with them, I'm just very short and kind of, you know, to the point. My wife, on the other hand, she can have genuine conversation with them and it, it works out. And that's kind of how we keep tabs on the kids through those parents and that and that, you know, bridge. But if it was up to me nah, most of the times I wouldn't be having no conversation. What about the friends themselves? Do you got any uh, most of the kids that come around or hang out with your kids? Cool. Or have you encountered any that are pain in the ass? <clears throat> no, no. Very respectful. All the kids have been very respectful, um, which is one place where if they weren't, would piss me off. Yeah. Um, I nah, they've been they've been chill. I mean, it, you know, kids kids, it's hard to 
really understand kind of their you know their personalities to some degree because they don't they put that front up too around parents as well right they don't try to show it so i just i take it at face value and i'm a clown by nature so i you know i'll throw a joke here i'll say some random shit and they look at me like yo is that serious and then they laugh it off and keep it moving but so far so good how about you you got some strange encounters over there uh i mean for the most part most of his friends have been cool and his new kids that are he's meeting are cool i mean when he was in preschool he did have one friend that uh didn't really care for too much he Mm -hmm. had some behavioral issues i was about Uh, to say like bam bam yeah (laughs) (laughs) so you know it was like one of those kids like first day he didn't like him and then somehow they became friends and then um but you know he was teaching him shit that was that, that i wasn't too happy about oh, you know uh-huh. and then and then all of a sudden this kid got with another kid and they flipped up and and started you know bothering my son and then uh-huh. and then you know messing up his experience at school uh-huh. and then when that started happening and you know then we had to go into the school and start saying you know well, what the fuck is going on here <laughs> you know why is my son afraid to go to school and you know yeah shit that like sucks that. and then um you know, so then it was like this whole process of, of uh, you know, people watching this kid and and then, you know, explaining to my son not to take it personally. And then they became friends again. And then when we go, yeah. then when they would go to like parties and stuff, you know, I'd see I'd see this other kid, you know, harassing <laughs> other kids. <laughs> I'm just like, man, this is so. It was, and it was tough. You know, his parents were cool. Um but you know, it's got to suck to. Did they to, take responsibilities though for that? I mean, did they acknowledge or did they? Like, yeah, oh, no. yeah, they. Yeah, I kind of felt. I felt bad for like the the mom especially because she would just be like, you know, oh, sorry for my kid. You know, he's he's that kid. You know, that kind of stuff. And oh, you know, so she's aware. Yeah, but they didn't really have much control over over him. So yeah, like that's got to that's got to suck having to deal with that I've, shit. I've seen. I've seen things, I've heard a lot of things like that from other parents, and it feels like, and I could be completely off, but it feels like kids that are in that stage and are acting out tend to get their way all the time, and so they kind of just, that's natural to them, right? Like, to be acting like that and expect it not to be a big deal. Uh, But I find, and again, I'll, I'll go back to kind of my own upbringing when you have like the more stern and I don't mean like whooping your ass type of stern. I mean, like, you know, you, you get all these different, I'll call them rules to simplify things, but you get these rules of how to behave and what, what's right and what's wrong. And respect is taught very early. Um, Those things are, are massaged into you repeatedly. And for the most part, it kind of translates into the better behaved kid has been kind of how I've seen it. But but it's, yo, it's a pain. Like, I was going to ask you, Kay, like, was your initial reaction like, yo, fuck it, let's go set, send the goons after this kid? <laughs> I, <laughs> mean, <laughs> I mean, I kind of I kind of wanted my son to slap him upside the head. <laughs> Lump him up, yeah. yeah. I mean, we were definitely instructing. One, so <laughs> he's one, teaching his kids like the karate kid scene. Well, so, he's, so my son is actually in karate, right? He's he's already <laughs> yellow belt, right? <laughs> so, but... but so this helped him out a little bit. I mean, and actually, we kind of got caught out there at school one day. 
because when he was coming back and he was upset and you know like taking him to school was a whole thing and he was you know just crying and just so it was basically like this you know both my wife and I instilling in him hey you know you don't have to start any trouble but if someone starts trouble with you don't let him in your personal space and if someone you know uh, pushes you or hits you then you got the right to hit him back and push him back and you know that's why you're taking karate so you can learn to defend yourself and you know because he wants to be nice and which is great but he also you know was like hey we want you know you gotta defend yourself as well so (laughs) so that where i was went to go drop him off at school one day and we were still having issues with this kid and he goes up to one of the teachers and i'm trying to leave and he goes so my dad said that uh that if so-and-so pushes me or punches me then i'm gonna punch him back (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and actually the teacher said well that sounds about re- that sounds reasonable <laughs> you know, so. oh okay yeah because what what the hell else are you gonna say yeah if, if she comes to you get your ass whooped like, right. yeah nah you gotta stand by that yeah so <clears throat> yeah i mean for me it's like he doesn't need to be a tough guy but it's but you know he doesn't need he doesn't yeah, no, need uh, to be a pushover either so i don't know bro yeah it's fucked up. <laughs> it's I don't know what, I, what I'm going to have to deal with it, with the daughter. I mean. Nah, you'll be good, bro. You're surrounded by goons all the time. You can't I, just... I want my girl in Muay Thai or something. like. <laughs> I mean, putting, putting, I mean, for me, putting, uh, when we put our son in karate, I think he started when he was four. Mm. And it was super helpful for him. I mean, he, he likes it, but it was also helpful for just like discipline and energy and... but also focus like learning how right. to yeah no like, it's the, all that martial arts on. is amazing for yeah that. if i could have my way my daughter will be a, a trained ninja <laughs> <laughs> anything anything is possible i wanted to be a ninja as a kid so maybe she can <laughs> live my dream you can, you can live vicariously through your daughter <laughs> I'll pass on. I still have my ninja stars too, and I have my throwing knives and all the crazy stuff. That oh, you still have kids, those? <laughs> at the wow. age that I was, I should nice. have never had any of this stuff. <laughs> I had those too. I don't know what happened to them. I moved. Well, you know I moved too many days, times. You could do mail order, and I mailed ordered all kinds of stuff. You know, you could send cash in an envelope, and you know, I had like Commando like, magazine and Soldier of Fortune and Ninja Jesus. magazine, and I was ordering all kinds of crazy I stuff. I used to go to the flea markets, and they had the stands that had the, uh, the all the ninja gear. And the, uh, no, I didn't get to there. the flea market. I was just ordering. My mom wouldn't take me to buy any of that stuff. Right. You're lucky that you caught that wave, because <clears throat> not in my house. I'm talking about I'm nine years old with this stuff. Damn. You caught on early with this mail order shit. I didn't even Sir, know. My I didn't boys even... Had, we had the ninja club. We were like, we did... <laughs> There's this whole like uh we had a what you call it a uh, uh, obstacle course and then we would throw our knives at the tree and then a ninja star and if it didn't land you had to do push-ups and then you had to fight each other with staffs and... <laughs> yeah and then Wait. we went to jumping some folks when we got some bullies in the in the hood mail order, talk- mail order was pretty tight because you gave you something to look forward to you like oh man, man. I love yeah. I love packages even to this day when I see a UPS truck I get hype man. Yo, oh, UPS trip is always the, the business, man. That does something to the hormones because I'm the same way. And my kids, bro, forget it. Like it's it doesn't matter what package. The whole tribe comes to the door, and they're like, "Oh man, what is it? Is that for me?" Because my my grandparents <laughs> in LA, they were the ones that would send me anything I wanted, especially for Christmas, and they always use UPS. Like that was their go-to. So whenever I would see that brown truck, I'll be like, "Oh yeah." 
whatever. I <laughs> still <laughs> so Yo, I wish there was a video of you at that age making that that screaming reaction, bro. That should be crazy. <laughs> Yo. Jesus Christ. So, but, so what yeah. what challenges are you having, uh, E? Like, what's what's been the most frustrating thing you're going through with? She's four months right now, right? Well, before I get into that, just keeping a little bit in this cultural thing also, too, that I was yeah. wanted to talk about. Um, and I don't know if you guys have something like this culturally in your background. Your wife does probably, man. He knows exactly what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. So my, my, my parents and my family on my side, not my girl's side, she's from Guatemala. Mm-hmm. They were like, you need to put an asabache on the baby. Do you guys know what an asabache is? I feel nah. like I've heard it, but I'm not sure now. It's this little black stone that's supposed to ward away like evil eye. Oh, quartz. It's a no, or, not the I, eyeball. I, no, not the eyeball. We we have that as well. Oh, it's okay. a black stone, a, a black stone, and you put it like I even have one in my wallet to this day. Um, but you're supposed to put like a pin it onto your baby because they say even when people go, oh, what a beautiful baby, that they're really like jealous of the fact that your baby is cute or whatever. It, and is this Cuban to- in nature or Santeria or combo of both? Well, no, no, no. I mean, Cuban culture in general, even when someone is not Santero, has a, you know, has a sliver of, of stuff that comes from the Santeria world. I got know? it. Right. It's influence. I don't, I don't think anybody that tells you that, you know, everybody that uses Asavache would say they're Santeros at all. It's just that's that type of vibe. It yeah, comes from got it. the mystical side. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, 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 I can't help to hear everything we're talking about to bring it back to that. That imagine the, in your psyche growing up, or even like my my mom's mom telling her like you got to put this on your kid to protect the baby from all the you know even and they were like they're like even the people that say they oh the baby I love the baby the baby's cute and they're like even family or whatever like you need to protect the baby so imagine mm-hmm. growing up that you feel like you need to ward off all this danger and then that's what it, it segues into you can't go to people's houses you can't <laughs> like you just go up with this craziness you know it's just it's just funny to me man. I, I've I definitely heard my wife mention it, but I didn't. I definitely ignored it because I was like, ah, whatever. I mean, and I, pro- I, I probably said, ah, that's some Santeria shit. Get out of here. But what's funny is that you know I'm not totally like, yeah, I'm like I believe in all this stuff. I have a healthy respect for anything, you know, in the mystical side or, or spiritual side or anything, any religious thing. But you know, my mom and my and my aunt and my grandma kept pushing and pushing, and then. What I did notice is that I didn't like personally the feeling of people looking at my baby. Like I would notice this thing, me and my girl both know, we're, we're with the stroller, and people tend to like walk by the stroller and then like break neck yeah. to look at the, at the baby. And, you know, sometimes they don't make a funny, like they don't make a smile like, oh, cute baby. They just make this look. Like they're just, they're just curious. And I do feel weird vibe from that. Like I feel like there's an energy there that maybe it's unexplained. That does attach itself to the baby. Now maybe I'm crazy myself now. So I was like, yeah, we need to throw this asalacha on on this baby, <laughs> just just in case, you know. And um and then my my cousin in LA, she came and visited. And she got us a bracelet which doesn't fit the baby yet, but we hang it now from the stroller, like on top where the toys are at that the baby looks at. Mm. Uh, the the little uh, asalacha um, on the mobile on the m- mobile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we have it there and stuff but it's funny because my girl went to church the other day with her grandma this past weekend and i noticed when she came back that the the little necklace or the little anklet was like off to the side on the table and i'm like why'd you take it off she goes 
I just, you know, I was in church and I kind of felt a little weird with that hanging there. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? Who cares? Well, like, you know, she felt like it was anti Christian, you know? Yo, you got to keep that Asalacha energy focused, oh. man. You can't mess up. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my. That's my heebie-jeebie, hoo-boo-doo-boo story. <laughs> we, we, have, we have something, like the Dominicans, they got a, I, I can't remember what they call it exactly, but it's, it isn't like a, a pendant or, or an object. Oh, it probably is, but I, I don't remember. But we do have like a saying. So there's a variety of them, but the one that comes to mind now is like, chupale el culito. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, no, no mo, no mo. <laughs> it, it's supposed to signify translate like, with that is in English so so literally translated it's suck ass <laughs> suck ass <laughs> yeah basically suck ass <laughs> but it, the intention is um, to kind of uh, ward off yeah ward off oh. like envy or you know oh, malintent what is this thing again what is this this is like a Dominican thing it's a if saying you, or it's, yeah, a, it's, it's a, a saying oh, it's a saying just... So you're supposed to say uh, suck ass, suck ass, suck ass whenever you feel negative energy. Yeah, like, like people do it. Like they'll do it like in a low voice, so you're not, tr- you know, they don't hear you. Or even in your head, you're like chupa, 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 chupa. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> that's horrible. That's horrible. Yeah. There's a few of them, but that's the one that, that I remember. And it's similar in nature, but it's not like an object. It's just a saying to to ward off the envy or whatever. But look, just to show you guys, I mean, we're on Skype, so let me see where I have it here. I oh seen- yeah. Actually, that's a good thing that we should keep saying because people are gonna be like, "Yo, what are we looking at?" Yeah, all- we 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 see each other, and, um, and we're getting better about the audio quality too. But you know, it's a work in progress. No, to add to to the the mystical, like cultural thing, I have these in my wallet. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. damn, those are old, Joe. So these are different. So so what I'm showing to our listeners, I'm showing these like, like cards of like different saints and. These actually have significance for me personally besides that, I don't know, there's, we're supposed to protect you. But these are uh, from the funerals of my family members, of my grandfather. Like they have it and on the back, it, print, it has like a printed thing talking about my grandfather, my uncle, my grandma. So that's that. What's funny is I lost, uh, I'll try to tell this story quickly, but I lost a wallet in Jamaica during a music conference. And then a year later, it was returned to me. And I always told myself when I lost the wallet, and I'm not going to get into the specific, but I always told myself, I hope someone who's superstitious finds this wallet. When they see these saints, they're going to be like, oh, I'm not fucking. (laughs) (laughs) And they literally held the wallet for a year. Eventually, we found out, like, got in contact, and they sent me the wallet with all the money in it. The credit cards never were used or nothing. Wow. Some good people in the world. Oh, here it is. So... Just to sh- Damn, where the fuck is this shit, bro? We're, we're going to have to take a picture of this to put it on the gram or something so people can actually see. Yeah, for sure. Bro. I'm trying to, I feel that so much. Like, the Sajra is, like, in the in the, the upside down. <laughs> oh, that's why it's over here. It's like, no? Oh, bro, it's, you, yo, you got the George Costanza wallet over there, bro. <laughs> I don't do no wallet anymore. We're going to have to figure something out for you. Nah, I, I use just this now. Ah, okay, okay. You can look at you downsizing. Yeah, you know. On the fly. But you guys keep talking while I. How try. about Kay, Kay, Do you do you have like culturally? Do you guys have something similar? Your wife might, but do you have something with your? Mm, nah, I mean, honestly, culturally speaking, for me, there was 
I'd say the only kind of culture that I could subscribe to growing up was being a latchkey kid. That's kind of culturally where I come Mm. from. I was that as well. So I don't, but, you know, like family culture, background, kind of non-existent. I mean, part of my family's from Romania. So, I mean, there was, there. You're a vampire. Yeah. So Catholic (laughs) slash gypsy, you know what I mean? So there's some some of that action. Um, But no, and I think from on my wife's side, um, not too, I I think her family big on baptism, but more so in the past. Um, No, I think for, for us, it's been, you know, pretty normal, regular. I don't even know. I don't even know what regular is anymore. Uh, so that's, that's actually a good point. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's basically it's you know what whatever we feel is right, and you know we believe in energy and certain vibes and that kind of thing. So, so you know, I think for our kid, it's been more of like just putting putting positive energy out in the universe to to protect. I mean, we do have certain things like we'll we'll do um um. You know, there's a lot of um, Marys around and and uh, beads and that kind of stuff for added protection. You say you say Mary like Saint the, the yeah. mother, mm-hmm. Virgin Mother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, some of that comes from you know my wife's side. Um, cool. But I look at it as you know we look at it as just you know extra protection that kind of thing. Hey, you, you can never get enough. No, nah, not mad at that. No. Nope. Costanza, you got that thing? You got that sure, fire? Yeah. Uh, oh, damn. That's, yeah. Is that huh? how they always look? Yeah, they're like either that, smaller that, or larger. But that, yep. that what is that? Like a hexagonal, octagonal kind yeah, of something shape? Yeah, something like that, yeah. That's ill. No, I, I, did, I don't think I've ever seen that. I did have one thing similar to that, E, but I mean, I don't know where it came from. I do remember that somehow I got a hold of when I was a kid. I don't know where my mom got it from, but it was... Uh, it was an Egyptian scarab mm. made yeah, out the, of not the eye. No, the the the, uh, oh. the beetle, like the scarab. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. The beetle, and it yep. was and it was made out of lava. It was small. It was like a for a necklace piece. And she, I don't know, I don't know the background of it, but I just remember that she told me that it was for protection, and and then I ended up swiping that and just basically held on to that for. I think I might still have it. Might be the one thing that I still have somewhere from all my different moves. And but even when I was a kid, I just every time we moved, that was one thing that I kept on some superstitious. Just you know, let me have a little extra protection. So did you did you assign kind of your own meaning to it, or did it have one? Um, I think it. I think according to her, it was protection. So I just assigned, okay. you know, that as okay. This is a protector, so I'm gonna hold on to it. Like, my philosophy is that I do believe that things carry, like, an energy to it. And now we're getting a little bit into another world of conversation. But <laughs> but I do think it's, like, if it doesn't hurt, like, I'm not going to go out there and, and uh, kill two chickens and a goat yeah. and sacrifice for the gods. But if it, if it, you know, if it's an object and they tell me, hey, man, it's for good luck, like, why not, bro? Like, yeah. is it going to hurt me to have that? You yeah, know, yeah. Like, I, like, I like saging my house. Like, why not? Yeah. I don't know if it works, but hey. If someone thinks it works, then why yeah. not just save your house? Like, Any, what's the big deal? Anything is possible, so I don't, I don't knock it. 
I mean, a lot of a lot of it too is just you know thinking about you know how you put energy out into the universe. It's the same way cerebrally. So like if you think it and you put that out there and you assign the it, love attraction. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Which yeah, is what no, I believe in it. Which is what we you know we're teaching our son. Yeah, I so, believe or that. Early 100%. on, it, the, the idea of, of energy and what you put out and, you know, what you attract. So he's getting a dose of that. And and That's most dope. likely, all these things, these objects and all these rituals are all basically different cultures tapping into the same idea of energy and, 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 and law of attraction. And it's just them interpreting it in their own way. Mm-hmm. And I now mean, we it's... just started the cultural... Ritual podcast. <laughs> right. Father Heavens. <laughs> Coming soon. Fa- no, Father God. <laughs> yeah. Father God pod. Uh, please no. Let's just keep the Father <laughs> That's with me and my family. You best know I'm going to go cut, kill that goat. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come looking for me, though. But maybe it'll be a vegan goat. There you go. It's vegan a tofu goat. goat. Yeah. I don't know. Just don't mess with us. <laughs> Oh man, this is good. Like I say every time we talk, um, I don't know, man. There's something special about this this bonding. That energy, bro. It's the, it's the energy, energy. bro. It's the energy, bro. Sick energy, dude. <laughs> Wait, I got I got one. Ready, ready. Indeed. There you go. I, I think that I think that'll be the end now. <laughs> I'm gonna get the little chime. <laughs> Kai, you want to come say goodbye to everyone? <laughs> All right, so my son just busted in. Yeah. Don't, don't hey. yell. Just say. All right, dude. Just say, adios. All right, dude. Can you say what's up? What's up? What's, what's up? up? He can't hear us. I can't hear. Ah, uh, I know. Can I have the? They just said. They just said hi. Can I have the? Nah, mic? get out of here. <laughs> dude, let, let him rock on the mic, man. Right, let him rock. Here. Come here. What's hey. up, dude? What's up, buddy? What's up, dude? What you doing, man? Bothering no. your dad? No. Hey, can you that. say something for us? Can you say, what up, fatherhoods? What up, fatherhoods? Yeah! All right, say peace out and then give me the headphones, please. Peace out. <laughs> Bye. Peace. All right. There you go. Yeah. Got a drop. We got our first drop. Woo! Damn. All right, fellas. We good? And these yeah. are the real stars of the podcast, are the kids. Yeah, for sure. Indeed, I think it's good, man. Yeah. Ah, you just yeah, see that. See the indeed is catchy. I just heard you do it, man. I think that's the way you should close every podcast. Indeed. Blam! <laughs> Drop the credits later. We got a shot. <laughs>